0: Welcome to Selfish Confidence, a place where we can connect and be real about how hard it is to be your damn self. I'm your host, Jess, and my goal is to help you build confidence and belief in yourself to live any life path you want, even if it's unconventional. It's time to break down those barriers and connect with women who've also felt on the outside by their life choices. We're encouraging you to grab the mic and speak your truth. I know it can be scary, but we're in this together. We got this. Let's dive in. Hello, hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the Selfish Confidence Podcast. Today we are talking about my two least favorite words ever. Ever. They make me cringe so hard, and I can't wait to dive into these words with you and to just kind of give you my perspective on why I absolutely hate them. But before that, I wanted to remind you of the selfish social that is coming up. Originally, it was supposed to be July 30th, and now it is going to get moved to August 6th um, around 730, and if that's something that interests you, you want to hang out in person in Halifax, send me a message and I can give you all the information. I am really excited about this event. Um, It's just going to be something fun and casual and just a way for you to meet and mingle with women who are like you, trying to strive for more, who are looking to live their best life, who are looking for more strength and just build that awesome community around them because there's something really powerful about when you come together, right? I've had a few people reach out to me recently about how hard it is to make friends when you're older, in your 30s. And I totally understand that. I think the biggest way that I do make friends is by going to events like this, going to conferences and and just getting out of my comfort zone in general. But if you struggle with making friends, this is a great place to come. I think it's a powerful thing for us to be having important and strong friendships in our 30s because we need them. So if that's you, send me a message. That's why I'm creating these events so that we can have more community, have more opportunities to be out in person because I don't know about you, but the last 2 years I was a hermit and now I'm ready to connect with people and to just feel The power of a group of women coming together for some drinks and some appies and hanging out locally here in Halifax. So if that's you, send me a DM so that we can connect and I can give you all the information about the event. I'm keeping it really small, under 10 people, so be sure to send me a message before it's too late. So let's dive into today's topic. The two words that make me absolutely cringe. Can you guess the first one? Because I have mentioned it a few times on this podcast. It's not a secret that this is a word that drives me crazy. It's the word "should." Should uh, I should be doing this? I should be doing that. I should be here by now. I insert what you have probably said to yourself with that "should" word. I should go to the gym today. I should make dinner. Oh, I probably shouldn't order takeout. Let's even make it on like the negative side, the shouldn't, right? That should word has this powerful, heavy cloud over our heads of expectations that we do not need in our life. When I hear people use the word should, and do not get me wrong, I still do it. I catch myself all the time. But when we use that word should, it puts that level of like, oh, I'm doing this not because I want to, it's because I have to. It's not even that I get to. I have to do this. I should do this. You know, I should have worked on my business today. I should have gone to the gym, but instead I ate chips. And it's like, why? There should, be, there should be no should. You hear that? There's no should. There's no expectations. It's either your choice that you did or your choice that you didn't. And you have to live with that. When we put that word should on something, it just makes us feel like crap. It makes us feel that negative feeling, that self-hate, that negative self-talk that we have when it comes to something. And maybe let's put it into perspective of a fitness routine. Maybe you've been wanting to work out more and you've been pretty consistent, but maybe you've fallen off a few days or you said you were going to go for five days, but you've only gone three this week and you put that pressure on and it's Friday afternoon. It's freaking hot. Your kids are driving you crazy and you just want to take a break. And for you right now, a break is not going to the gym and that's okay. Instead of sitting down and being like, oh, I should go to the gym, but I just want to sit here, why can't we just actually sit and rest and enjoy that time? Believe me, I understand that there are a lot of different factors into why we can't do things all the time or why we feel that negative pressure, but it's when we talk to ourselves like that and we use the word should that it makes us feel even crappier than we've already been telling ourselves for so long. And when we use that word should, it actually comes off often like a a bad wish, right? It's not accepting the reality that you're in right now, that your kids have been driving you crazy, that work has been nuts and maybe you had to stay late and you didn't get to go to the gym. And instead of accepting reality as life got crazy, things are busy, we take it onto ourselves. It's like we put that heavy load on our shoulders with the well, life's really busy and I should have gone to the gym, right? Or I should have cooked a hot meal for my kids. And it's that alternate reality of where we're at. And instead of doing that, instead of using the word should and downplaying all the amazing things that you've done in your day, all the amazing things that you've been doing in your life, it's often that one little word, should, that makes us feel like such garbage, Despite all those other amazing things that we've done in our life, all those amazing things we've done just today alone, I challenge you to sit down and write a list of everything you've done today and still ask yourself or say to yourself, I should have done more. I should have done this. It's okay to look back at your day and to see where you could have made some changes, where you could have made some time, where you could have changed things up a little bit because now you've learned from this experience that looking back... You can change things tomorrow, but looking at it as in a negative way, like I didn't do enough and I should have done more and I should have done this and I should have done that. It's not worth it. We can change things for tomorrow, but instead of looking back, yeah, let's look forward. Let's not put that negative word should that makes us feel so bad and cringy. Let's look at something else. What could you do tomorrow instead? And don't use the word should. I should go to the gym tomorrow Let's say, oh, I'm going to go to the gym tomorrow. Or, you know, I know I don't have time to go to the gym tomorrow, so I'm going to go for a walk. Like actually, instead of saying I should go for a walk, let's take that out altogether and just be like, I'm going to go for a walk. It changes how you feel about the actions that you want to take in your life. You want these things. You want better physical fitness. You want more confidence, more motivation. You want all these things. Sometimes those actions and those choices that we make are really hard to navigate and to find. So if that's you... Instead of putting the pressure of the should, I should go for a walk tomorrow. Let's just change it up and be like, I'm going to go for a walk tomorrow. Look at why you want that. If you have found yourself to be using this word a lot, again, I have used it. I still use it. It's a hard word to cut out of your vocabulary. And it's important to be aware of it. Actually, I think that's the biggest thing. Once I started to learn that there is no should, that that word shouldn't exist, (laughs) that I could change things a bit. Once I hear it and I'm like, oh. I ask myself, do I actually want this thing? Like let's say you were invited to a barbecue on the weekend. And you're like, "Oh, I probably really should go to that, you know. I've been I haven't seen those friends in a long time and, you know, I I really should, you know, bring my kids to play with their kids and we probably should." And you have all this like negative emotions around this event. You do not want to go to in the first place. You don't want to go to it. If you're talking about that event like that and you're going to it just because you feel like you have to, It's time to cut that, like cut that loose. We don't need to be doing all of these things that we feel like we should be doing. It's really important that you look at what you actually want to do. Ask yourself, what do I want? Do you want to go to that barbecue? Then awesome. Yeah, go. Change the way you're talking about it. Change that attitude and actually have a positive experience. Yeah, there's probably going to be things about it, like maybe the small talk and the mingling that you're not excited about but seeing your kids playing with other kids and getting to see your friends that you haven't seen in a long time, look at those positive aspects around it. I actually catch myself on this one a lot because there's these expectations, especially now as things start to open back up and life is starting to go back to normal and things and parties and busy schedules are coming back into play. Look back on the aspects of the pandemic that you liked. And maybe if you enjoyed like me, that there was less Things going on, that things were a little quieter, that you had more time to yourself, that you could manipulate your schedule in a way that felt really good for you, that you could control where you were going and who you were seeing, because, you know, we had to limit everything we were doing. And if that was something that you enjoyed, and now we're going back into full schedule rampage of things going on, believe me, it stresses me out too. Really dial back on what you are looking to do, what you want to do. And plan your weekend, plan your week accordingly. You don't have to go to all these things just because you feel like you should. Somebody else's disappointment of you not going to this event is their feelings, is their problem. It's not yours. You're going to disappoint people. It's inevitable. We know that. So remember when you put that pressure of that word should on, if you feel like you're going to something because you should, because somebody else's expectations are there, or maybe you have these crazy expectations on yourself, step back and ask yourself if you really want to go. And if you do, awesome. Let's figure out how to change that mindset and go. And if you don't, say, sorry, I can't make it this time. I really got to take some time for myself. And if they don't understand and they can't relate, then that's okay too. Do it for you. And I really, really challenge you for that. I do that a lot actually because I hate that heavy expectation that I should be doing things. I often think somebody wouldn't want me to come to their party or come to their event or do this celebration, whatever it is, because I feel the pressure that I have to. Wouldn't you want people to come to your party who genuinely want to be there? I think about that when I'm hosting an event. I want people who want to be there. If they're just there because there's this layer of expectation, then it's okay. Like There's no expectations here enjoy yourself. I want you to live your life. This podcast is all about you living your truth and living your life and doing that in a way that feels good. And if we live with these expectations, whether it's other people's or our own, it's not the best way to do it. It's not the way that we're living our truth. The word should actually doesn't fit into our truth at all. Ask yourself this, the things that you're telling yourself that you should be doing, if they're valuable to your life, if that's something you actually want to do, like your physical fitness, your, you know, spending more time with your kids, whatever, insert whatever it is that you want to do, instead of doing that where think should, let's change the attitude and make it, I am going to, I'm, I'm going to go for a walk tomorrow. I'm going to work in the garden tomorrow. I'm not going to go to that event on the weekend. I don't really feel up to it. I think that that's really powerful. Once you start to recognize that heavy load of the word should, that you can start to shift your mindset into doing the things you actually want, which is going to lead you to living your truth, building your confidence, doing the things that are important to you. How powerful would that be once you start to really recognize what it is that you want from your life? The second word, the second word that I want to bring up today kind of goes along with the should. Should. I should do this, but mmm, but it's the word but. Ugh! I didn't even realize how heavy this word was until recently when I went to an event. And they talked about this word, but and shifting it into an ant. Why can't it be an ant? And we talked about this a little bit on my episode with Jamie after our shift event. But there's something about it, and I noticed this word a lot in my vocabulary, too. Like, oh, you know, I really wanted to take Polly out for a walk today, but, insert, excuse, I didn't have enough time, or I really wanted to go to that event, but I didn't want to. (laughs) Think about the word and how you use the word but, and when you say but, it disregards everything you said before, right? I've noticed this a lot, too, with my husband, so I'll say things like, I love you, but could you really flush the toilet or something? Could you, I wish you'd clean the bathroom more. I don't know, insert whatever it is. But when you say that, but it disregards the I love you, right? It disregards all of those things that you said before. And all you hear is that negative piece after. Why can't we change it to an and? I really want to build a business and I'm going to sign up for that course or and I'm going to find the time. Oftentimes we hear, I really want to start this business, but I don't have time, but my kids are home with me at summertime, but insert the excuse that you have, the thing you've been telling yourself. It disregards the fact that you want to build a business, right? You're downplaying the fact that you have this dream on your heart, this thing that you've been thinking about, something you really want in your life, that positive thing, the but- just gets rid of it all, right? And it often is paired with that should. I should go to the gym, but I really should be, you know, spending more time with my kids, but, and insert what you've been saying. I challenge you to send me the one you've been saying to yourself the most, the should and the but. Send me a message with that because I think there's something about once we start to recognize that these words are strong deterrence in our vocabulary that we've been using every freaking day. We, I guarantee you say these words every single day. You know, I should go to the grocery store, but I don't want to. <laughs> I say that one a lot, but I don't want to drive all the way into town. Or, you know, at, figure out the should and the but that you've been using in your life and try to navigate away from it. It's something about being aware. That's the biggest piece. These words are not going anywhere. They're going to be in your life. You're going to say them, and you're probably still going to say them every single day. So being aware of them is really, really important. If you struggle with negative self-talk, if the way you talk to yourself on a regular basis brings you down and you know it, you look in the mirror and you say really mean things to yourself, or you show up at work and you say you know, really mean things to yourself while you're at work, that negative self-talk, that inner mean girl, that voice that we have in our head that talks to us in that way is using these words against us. They are using the should and the but in the wrong way, and it's holding you back from your potential. It's holding you back from the life that you have been designed to live. The truth that you have inside you is being held back by a should and a but. And now that you know that, you can make the changes. You can notice the way that you're talking to yourself on a daily basis, and you can shift it. As soon as you hear yourself say, oh, well, I should go to the gym today, you are like, oh, wait, oh, ah." right, that should again. I'm going to shift that. I'm going to go to the gym today, or I'm not going to go to the gym today. And just accept whichever one it is. There's no should. There's no that negative heaviness on your shoulders with the should. It's either I'm going to go or I'm not going to go. And be okay with whatever decision it is. Whatever one you pick today, be okay with it. Because tomorrow's a new day, and we can change things up. But we don't need to be talking to ourselves in the way that makes us feel like crap because we didn't have time today, and life got busy. We know that stuff happens. So let's be kinder to ourselves in the way that we talk to ourselves. And if the answer today is, I'm not going to get to go to the gym today, that's okay. Talk to yourself in a really positive and happy way. But you know what? I'm going to make time tomorrow. I just use the but. You're going to use it, right? And when you do, sometimes you know it's not always in a bad way. Some of these words too, should and but, aren't always in a bad way. So it's important that you navigate what feels good for you, you navigate, you know, all of the different areas and the ways that you use these words and the way that you're talking to yourself, but the biggest piece that I want you to take out of this episode is that negative feeling around those two words and how important it is for you to shift it if that's something that you struggle with. If the way you talk to yourself and the things you've been saying to yourself lately have been hurtful and they're holding you back from your potential, then it's time that we erase them and we take a shift. We take something different away from how we've been talking to ourselves. We have that positive shift. Every day, I challenge you to have some kind of affirmation. Have something you say to yourself in the mirror. We just read The High Five Habit by Mel Robbins in our book club, and I did not want to read the book. I'm going to tell you that, but I fell in love with it as I started to read more and more into it. I loved the book. And it helped me to look in the mirror, look myself in the eyes every single day and give myself a high five and say something really nice and positive to myself, even if it's as simple as I love you, or I've been using this one a lot. I'm proud of you. And I got emotional when I just said that because I've never been that type of person who talked to myself in that way. Actually, it's through coaching and a lot of these books that have helped me to change that because I do that for my clients. I do that for other people all the time. I do that for my husband. I do that for my family. But I don't take that same time to talk to myself in that way, to have kindness towards myself. We often put those pressures of, I should be doing more. And instead of saying those negative things to ourselves, why don't we look ourselves in the mirror and say, I'm so proud of you for how much you're doing. You've been doing so great lately. I love that outfit on you. And I really challenge you to just shift away from the heaviness of some of these words that we've been using in our life and try to be more kind to ourselves in really simple ways. And this can be just you washing your hands in the bathroom. You've used the bathroom, you're just washing your hands and you're hanging out there and you look at yourself in the mirror. Because oftentimes we even ignore ourselves in the mirror, right? Because it's kind of awkward. I challenge you to look at yourself in the mirror and say something kind. She's like, hey, I'm really proud of you for insert what you're really proud of lately, what you've been really happy with yourself for, but you're afraid to celebrate because, you know, you shouldn't celebrate yourself. That's really cocky or you shouldn't do this, right? That negative should love yourself a hundred percent wholeheartedly look yourself in the eyes and celebrate something really amazing. Remind yourself because that one positive thing that you say to yourself is going to help deflect all of those negative things that you've said all day, right? One thing. Think about when you see someone in in the store and they come up to you and they're like, oh my gosh, I love that outfit. Or, oh, your nails are so cute. And how good you feel walking away from that one compliment from a stranger in the grocery store, right? You gotta be your own cheerleader. You gotta be doing that to yourself because that one compliment that you got from a stranger changes your whole day. It changes how you think about your nails for the rest of the day. It changes how you think about your outfit for the whole day. Instead of beating yourself up, oh, I should have picked a different color. But, you know, this one was the first one I saw. I should have wore something else, you know? This isn't the most comfortable thing, right? But then you get that compliment and you're just like, dang, Yes, that's me. You're right. And we can change everything about the way we see ourselves and the way that we feel in the clothes that we're wearing and the things that we're doing, in the way that we look at the gym, in the outfits, and we stop comparing ourselves to other people and we start talking to ourselves in the way that feels freaking good. Right? So I challenge you to be aware of how often you're using the word should and how often you're using the word but in your day. And I'm not talking about your sexy butt because you got one of those. We can talk about those all day long. You can use the sexy butt all day long, but when it comes to the butt that you've been holding onto (laughs) and not just sexy one, that one that's negative, that's been holding us back from our potential, that's the one that I need you to get out of your life, right? So that is all I have for you today. I really, really challenge you to send me a message and share your should and your but with me, the one that you've been really hanging heavy on lately and how we can change it. Maybe you really don't understand how you can shift that mindset and how you can shift how you talk to yourself. So send me a message so that we can do that together. I love connecting with you on that better self-talk, that stronger self-talk, because that's going to change everything. How you talk to yourself is how you're going to build your confidence. How you talk to yourself is how you're going to build your business. How you talk to yourself is how you're going to be a better parent, a better friend, a better sister. There's so many ways that you can do life better, and it all starts with how you talk to yourself. I hope you are having a wonderful day. I love you, and I am so grateful for you and for your presence here on this podcast. If I could, I would hug you. And if you are in Halifax and you want a real in-person hug, please, please, please come to the Selfish Social on August 6th. Uh, And I am so excited to celebrate with you and to help you navigate this negative self-talk you've been doing. I am so grateful that we could connect today. If you enjoyed today's episode, share it with a friend or on your social media and tag me so I can personally thank you for helping me grow this community and get my message out there. And don't forget... You deserve to embrace your truth. It's time to live life your way.